Now I must leave you, for there's a chupacabra moon out tonight. A capuchin moon? Chupacabra. Goat sucker. Oh, it's a chupacabra! He, he beat me with his mouth! Oh, oh, no! I... Oh. Michael, why are you smiling? Because now I know what I have to do. I'm going to use my heart to help McCormick find his ending. But I'm going to use my fist to beat the shit out of Chippecama, the only thing I've never beaten the shit out of yet. This podcast may contain horse language. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Day, everyone. I'm Misty Darling, the voice of the pod that rocks your bod, Flix Max. I am not sure if you are bored, you have no need for the following 60 minutes of time, are into some sick self torture deal, or have simply lost the will to live. Welcome, we are so glad you are here. Now allow me to turn it over to Two Dudes with Attitude, your hosts, Scott and Terence. Hello. And welcome to Flix Max. We are so happy for you to be joining us once again. I am one of your hosts, Scott. Oh, and I'm ecstatic. And I'm Terrence. Yes. So if we sound different, it's because we are experimenting with a new podcast recorder because Zoom changed their parameters for their free app. And it's a biatch. So. Oh. It's so a we are biatch. Now. So we will say the name of the new one in hopes that maybe they'll hear this and then sponsor us. So we are using Zencaster. So um, Zencaster, go ahead and send us, you know, that T-shirts, those T-shirts and dollar dollar bills. Whoa. Yes. You're soliciting your body. Well, yeah, I mean, if that's what it takes. So. Uh, tonight's yeah. tonight's well this afternoon or whenever you're listening to it we happen to be recording in the afternoon episode will be featuring the films our favorite films with a color in the title so you know it's a very exciting very exciting theme and yes were you excited to do were you excited to do it i was so excited i knew i knew you probably would be I'm so excited. Mm. Mm. Jesse? Yes. You? Okay. Yes. Jesse Spano. Yep. I've been studying so hard I needed to take some speed. Yes. <laughs> is Zach Morris trying to help you calm calm you down? Zach Morris is trying something. No. <laughs> okay. So we will start where we always start, and that is our personal challenges, what they were as a recap, and how we did. So, hair runs. Remind all us of what your challenge right. was. My Remind challenge us. was to watch three movies I haven't seen. Okay. Um, well, I watched one movie I haven't seen. Okay. And I watched an entire 
season of something I've never seen. Okay, so I guess that will so, count as something. So I watched WandaVision, finally, the whole thing. Right. Um, yeah, it was all right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched a movie called The Desperate Hour uh, with Naomi Watts about a school shooting, but it's all kind of from her perspective. Is it like real time supposed to be or? Uh, yeah, it's, it's real time and it's, there's no, there's no, um, visual scenes or anything from inside the school or from the shooter's perspective. It's all through the phone and text and Uh she's trying to find out what's going on and her kid is a suspect and, um, I don't want to ruin it, but okay. it's all, it's all kind of, uh, it was pretty good. It was, mm-hmm. you can tell it was definitely made for like next to nothing. Right. Um, because is this Naomi, a fairly, Naomi is a Watts, fairly recent movie? Yeah. It came out this year. Okay. Um, I don't know why I watched it. I just, just I was like, yeah, all right, I'll watch this. So your name, um, Naomi Watch completionist. Yes. Yes. So it's a bit like 95% of the acting is all her. Mm-hmm. Um, she does a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I watched. And there's something else, but I can't remember. Okay. Well, um, my personal challenge was to do the alphabet. Start watching an alphabet, and this, this would be something that would carry over. And so... Um, what I started with, I didn't start with a, I started with movies that started with punctuation and then started a movie that had numbers and then went to A's. So for punctuation was the burbs because there's an apostrophe before the B and I hadn't seen that in years. Um, I could have done three amigos because it has that upside down exclamation point as well for another for punctuation. It's just the way I organize my movie. So I'm just going by there for the numbers. I did the three, five, five, which is kind of oh, like that's that spy movie. Yeah. With all the female leads. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. Um, it was trying, it was really trying to be like, Oh, we're going to launch a franchise here. And thought it was really clever with all the twists and stuff. And it's just like, you can see it coming a mile away. And um, I won't necessarily talk about all the other ones, but I will list them. And I got all the way to up to and including H. So if you thought I would take like 26 podcasts in order to finish this, I could be done in three. Action Jackson, Bad Lieutenant Porter Call New Orleans. The Cursed Double Walker, Eating Raoul, Found Footage Phenomenon, Green Lantern, and House on the Bayou. So some of those, most of those I hadn't seen before. And some of them I tried to take from the list of movies from How Did the Set Get Made that I hadn't seen just to try to fill and stuff. So I was Action Jackson and Green Lantern were those ones that filled those particular things. And I watched other movies, too. But for this particular thing, those are the ones that will count for my 
challenge. So there. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And and on a side note, of all those ones I watched, there's a movie called The Cursed. It was yep. amazing. That was an amazing movie. The Cursed. Um, the Cursed. It came out earlier this year. Um, it has a very strong feel of like kind of like the witch, but it's based on like werewolves and gypsy curses. And oh, it is, okay. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about. It's it's really really good. It's really well done. I I quite enjoyed it. So all right. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So what will your new challenge be? I've got a very specific one. Okay. I'm going to find a copy of The Lamb. Yeah. Watch it. Okay. That's going to be my new challenge. Okay. Because, I mean, I I know where you can find it, but you have to pay for it. Because I know it's available on Google Play to rent, and it's also available through YouTube for rent. So if you actually want to pay for it, that's where you can find it. <laughs> I don't um, want to pay for it. Okay. I don't want to miss a thing. What? what? So for me, I will continue my alphabet, starting with the letter I, and see how far I can go. So there. All I right. Stop. Okay. So that, that brings us to um, our main feature of the list. It's me, Misty, coming back at you. The list this week is like a rainbow, full of colors. Blue, red, green, burgundy, taupe, cyan, they are all here today. Here is a rundown of the fellow's favorite movies that contain a color in the title. Please allow me to introduce this week's list. Movies with a color in the title. This was actually a lot harder. Not necessarily to even narrow down, which it was. I had a number on the list. But to try to find these titles was another thing. Because it's like you start digging and it's like, okay, well, this particular movie wasn't on that list. So where can I find a definitive list to take from? And it was very hard. So all I did for myself, I went to my letterbox account and I have listed every movie there that I've ever seen. And I just did a search for colors and then those movies came up. So then that way I know I'd seen it and I can put them on it. So I was fortunate that way, but I didn't think of that till long after I started searching. All right. All right. So, I just uh, just went from memory. Uh, half, and then I needed half. to find a list and yeah. or multiple lists, I guess. Yes, yeah, because I I tried to I tried to do some sort of master list of movies with color in the name, and there was nothing I could find. You'd have to do ones for all the individual colors. Yeah, blue, red, black, white, whatever. Yeah. There's definitely an abundance of titles with the word black in it. Yes, and red has it seems to have I, a good I number. I threw in a couple other. Um, I think I only took one red. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably add another 
hundred red. What? What? All right. So I will allow you to lead us off. So basically in no real order. Mm-hmm. Um, this first one, I don't know if you could consider it a movie, but you could consider it a television event. Okay. Um, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Okay. So I tried to add some variety of colors, titles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and brown is definitely limited. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's an obvious one for us, but we talk about but it's it not, all the it's time. Not very, it's not a very good movie either. So Yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. Um, so yeah, this is like a Halloween staple. They play it every mm-hmm. year. Um, you know, uh, the Peanuts gang is classic. You said Peanuts, right? Peanuts. Yeah, Peanuts. Okay. Peanuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I went with that as my first entry. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with one called The Green Room. Um, this is the one with, uh, Anton, the late, great Anton Yelchin and Patrick Stewart and what's that other chick's name? Well, Imogene Poots. Oh, and, and, uh, there's one other one that, not the name we know. Oh yeah. Aaliyah Sawcat, a Shawcat is in it. This is the, where the punk band um, plays a gig for some. Oh yeah, at, yeah. at the neo-Nazi um, skinhead bar, and it's a goddamn things, movie. And things go awry, and they have to fight for their survival. And uh, Patrick Stewart plays the lead of this gang, and he is just evil. And yeah, it's it's very lot full a lot of tension and there's some like sudden burst of like realistic violence and uh yeah it's a it's a pretty some dismemberments and whatnot yes but yeah no it's a tis a good flick so i just remembered the other movie that i watched okay and i just threw an audible and added it to my list oh so you happen to have a color on there so I actually watched The Green Knight finally. Yes. And that is a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. The visuals are amazing. This mm-hmm. like the the set design and and the music. Mm-hmm. Um and Dev Patel was awesome. Um, yep. And it's it's not what I was expect I was expecting like something like dark and violent and Yeah. But it wasn't really. It was more fantasy. It's more fantasy and like um, existential, like this journey that he's on, and yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it's a, a great. There's a, uh, a brothel in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always so, like that. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, no, that that was on my list too to talk about. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, it's a that's a that's a great great movie. So I just completed my challenge. 
Well done. And, and added an audible to my list. Wow. You are an exceptional person. I will take time out of this week and write a song about you. What? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's your turn again. Yeah, it would be. I'm going to go with um, Black Hawk Down. Yes. It's way up on my list, so let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. This is a stellar, gritty, you know, intense war pick about the uh, the conflict in, is it Rwanda or is it? Uh, I think it's Mogadishu. Mogadishu, yeah. Somalia? Is it Somalia? It's, let's have a look. Yeah, Mogadishu. Yeah. And. And and with their get they're battling the Somalians. Um yeah. yeah. So this is directed by Ridley Scott and it has just a crazy good cast of people who are like stars now, but they're like deep deep in the cast. Like you have like Tom Hardy who's like twentieth build, if that. And but yeah, this is such a seems like I mean, obviously I've never had been in combat other than, you know, paintball. Um, but this is seems so Legit. yeah it seemed yeah it seems very real like they don't pull any punches with the violence and everything that happens and the the helicopter crash is so like devastating and like it's it's cool because it's because it is based on a true story too but they necessary they are up against such huge odds. Like it's just maybe, uh, you know, a, you know, dozen, 20 guys or whatever against like an army. And yeah, they have, they suffer some casualties and uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pretty harrowing, harrowing movie. Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore, Ewan McGregor, Orlando Bloom, uh-huh. Jason Isaacs, Eric Bana. Mr. T. What? What? Mr. T's in it, right? Yes. Yeah. I agree yeah, no. with everything you just said. Yep. So I don't have to talk about it. Okay, then don't. Not. Be that way. Fine. God. Uh, so next for me is a little comedy action. Austin Powers in uh, Gold Member. Gold Member. That made my long list, but I I did make my trimmed list. But yeah. Um. I think it's third one, right? Third. Yes. Austin Powers movie. Yeah. So the first one's amazing. Second one wasn't all that great. No. But then the third one, you know, picked up again and. Yes. Um. All the usual cast members are there, um, and gold members there. He's mm-hmm. got a golden yuhu. Yes, and he wants to paint everybody's yuhu gold, and and he's tight like tiger. He's tight. Tight. Um, <laughs> he's tight. <laughs> um, and he's offering pipe and a crepe and a bong and a blitz and. Yes. Um, all sorts of 
wild yep. things and Dr. Evil's almost like a good guy in this one. Yeah. Um, and Mike Myers obviously plays everybody in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's sad to put a comedy in there. And why, why is it sad to put a comedy? What? When you say sad to put a comedy, no, I I had to put. A oh, comedy you had in to. There. I thought you said it's yeah. it's sad. It's sad to put a comedy so, in there. It's such it's a so sad, sad. It's a sad. I'm thing so to sad do. right now. I have a couple comedies. We'll get to them. But yeah, okay. But yeah, that's uh, it didn't make my list, but it came close to making my list. But it is a fun, it is a fun film. It might be my. I think well, obviously the first one, yeah, is great because this first one is like, oh wow, this is great. But this. If the first one hadn't come out and Goldmember had been the first one, then it would be as good. I would think it would be as good as the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So my next one, I'm going to, no, I'm going to save that one. Yeah, I'm going to save that. Well, I'm going to go with, try to go with a different color. And I'm going to go with a big guilty pleasure with Deep Blue Sea. I knew um, this would be on your list. Yeah. Like, there's Jaws, and then there's a huge drop. And then for me, then you get to Deep Blue Sea. Um, because there, nothing can ever come to Jaws. Like, you're, people keep trying to make great shark films, but it's just not possible. And yeah. so, I mean, you can, you've had some in the re- last recent years that are more kind of realistic, like The Shallows or um 47 meters down that are pretty good and pretty tense but if you're if you're going to go for realize realism there's only so far you can go and deep blue sea ignores realism and just yeah. goes just goes for it and it makes no sense it's completely illogical but it is fun it's just it's a big cast because you know you have to have a lot of kills in it and so they just die one by one and yeah it's it's super fun like they made the shark's brains bigger so they could extract harvest more brain stuff in order to try to stop alzheimer's and by the brains getting bigger in the sharks they became smarter because you know that's that's a thing um but yeah, no, it's yes. it's a it's a stupid fun movie, and I had to put it on the list. Sam Jackson, yes, one of Versus the greatest sharks, with one of the greatest exits of a film ever for Sam Jackson. Yes, which, and it which throws back to the Chappelle show. Yeah, and a fucking shark ate me. Yes, <laughs> Ed. And what's great is I listened to the commentary track for the uh, for the show. Hold on a sec. Yeah. cut that out okay 
So, um, so yeah, I listened to the, uh, the commentary track and it's Rennie Harlan and Samuel L. Jackson. But then once Samuel L. Jackson dies, he leaves the commentary. He doesn't stay anymore. I'm not in the movie anymore, so I'm not going to comment on it anymore. <laughs> he just he just disappears. So it's just Rennie Harlan then on out. Good old Rennie Harlan. Yes. All right. So yeah, deep blue acai. Uh, next for me is uh, Silver Bullet. Oh, little werewolf action. With mm-hmm. uh, Corey Feldman, is it? And uh, Corey, is it Corey, 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 Corey Haim in a wheelchair. Yes. Um, and he's convinced there's a a werewolf on the loose, and like Gary Busey's in it. It's plays his plays his uncle. Yep. And, um, and Canadian icon Megan Follows plays his sister. Yes. Um, yep. It turns out he's right. There is a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's the a... pre, it's the priest or the reverend or something like that, right? Yeah, it's not a conventional werewolf movie. But... No, yeah, cause he, um, it, it's not. A, it's not related to the full moon or anything like that, is it? No, or, no, no. Um, but of course, you need the silver bullet. Yeah, to get the wolf. Mm-hmm. Um saw this when i was a kid and then i rewatched it just only a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and uh you know you need some movies with colors in the title and you sometimes you have to go a little outside the box and find something that's not that great but it's entertaining yeah yeah so that's what happened Okay, because I was gonna because this this didn't make either of my lists, my long list or my short list. But this is one I saw as a kid that I enjoyed, and then I did watch as an adult and went, ooh, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's one it's one of those early Stephen King movies that just didn't click. So it's not scary at all. No. Okay, my next one. New. Let's go with a new color. New color. Oh, we will go with, I will go with one of my comedies. And we'll go with Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Um, what? So this, I'm normally not a fan of stoner comedies, but this one works. It's it's a good commentary on race relations and everything in, in, the, in America. And it's just, it's on PC. It's super funny. Uh, Cal Penn and John Cho are so good as the leads. Um, you got NPH showing up there, just always, just going against type and just playing this sex crazed horn dog and playing himself. But uh, Ryan Reynolds shows up in a brief moment before he's before he was big. And this is just a fun movie, and it's basically just a simple premise of these two guys got the munchies and just want to eat some White Castle, and they just, everything that falls in their way of trying to get there. And yeah, it's just, it's super fun. I've watched it a number of times, and it, I haven't gotten tired of it yet. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like a millennial version of 
adventures of babysitting or some shit like that where it's like the events of one evening unfold yeah when you're just trying to do something simple mm-hmm. cool man that's cool cool, cool. Um, okay what are you going for don't they ride a panther in that movie or something like a cheetah i think yeah yeah uh so next up for me is black klansman Mm -hmm. um that was on my list came out three four years ago now yeah maybe not quite Um, but yeah with uh what is john michael washington john yeah denzel's kid Mm mm-hmm and Adam um, Adam Driver. Adam Adam Driver. It's a true story, as far as I know. Yep. Um. Yeah, basically, a, a black cop kind of gets the opportunity to infiltrate. He's a cop, isn't he? Yep. Gets the the opportunity to infiltrate the the KKK, the Klan. But mm-hmm. obviously he can't do it because he's black. And yep. um, as far as I remember, black guys aren't allowed in the KKK. Because yeah. it goes against they've got, the they've got some. They've got some membership issues, yeah. So, they need some more diversity. So basically Adam Driver is chosen to play the physical yeah. version of um, this police oh, yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah. and But um, Washington's character still does all the phone calls and all the, yeah. all that type of stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a great little yeah. small movie that kind of flew under the radar, I think a little bit. Um, um, and uh, just well yeah. written. Yeah, it's a good story. Um, pretty intense at times, and a lot of ten- hilarious at yeah, times. Yeah, very, too. very, very. Yeah, very dark comedy, and uh, and Topher Grace as the Grand Dragon, head of the yeah. KKK. <laughs> <laughs> another, another situation where Topher Grace maybe. Might have been a miscast. Little, a little miscast. <laughs> um, but whatever, it works. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. All right. So, you had a cop one. I'm going to do a cop one. Whoa. And I'm going to do Dark Blue. Oh, um, yes, with Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell and Brendan Gleeson and Scott Speedman. Um. This is written and directed by Ron Shelton, who did like Bull Durham and White Men Can't Jump. So this is a little bit different for him. This is set on the backdrop of the Rodney King riots mm-hmm. with the with the corrupt cop being Kurt Russell. And uh yeah, it's it is it's definitely dark. And you know, Kurt Russell does some shit and it came out not too long after training day. And I thought this was a better version of training day because it was a corrupt cop and his corruption in this movie got an innocent cop killed. So then he had, he has that weight on his shoulders and he gets 
his comeuppance. Like he, he has to face the truth and he has to get ever, the whole weight of the law coming at him for his actions of that, of the present and his past. And I preferred that more than to, you know, Denzel dying as a hero in training day. And this is, yeah, this is a, another, like a gritty raw cop procedural. And it's, yeah, it's a good, good flick. Cool, man. Yes. I only saw that one once. Mm-hmm. But I do remember it being pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty cool. So next for me, I'm going to go with a little uh, football movie called Varsity Blues. Uh, never seen it. You've never seen Varsity Blues? I've never seen Varsity Blues. That's uh, like your typical teenage coming of age kind of um, quarterback gets hurt. The backup quarterback's a bit of a bonehead, but he comes in and becomes Mr. Popular and it's uh, James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good movie. It's, uh, it's no... F- Friday Night Lights by any stretch right. of the imagination, but uh, mm-hmm. um, it's got some merit to it, and uh, kind of there's some drama in there as well. Mm. But it's basically like I don't want to say American Pie, but along those lines, but mm-hmm. with football with a bit right. of serious tone to it, right. And it's also it's also in the movie featured in The Office when Michael Scott starts uh, Movie Monday, where they watch yes. half hour <laughs> clips of a movie, and that is one of the movies that is featured. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you went. Oh, we've had two blues in a row. I gotta switch it up. What? This one, I'll, I'll talk some about it. But I can't. I've only seen it once. But it's making. It's actually. It's actually three movies. It's known as the Red Riding trilogy. Um. And each one were was released individually, but and at the same time. Um. It's, it's Red Riding: The Year of Our Lord, nineteen seventy four. Red Riding: The Year of Our Lord, nineteen eighty, and Red Riding: The Year of Our Lord, nineteen eighty three, and it. Chronicles, a serial killer that's been going on for that whole time. And it covers the whole investigation and covers the whole change of command and detectives. So you, so you're going through and seeing where they're picking up, you know, Andrew Garfield is in it. Sean Bean is in it. Um, David Morrissey, who played the governor on walking dead, he's in it. Um, It's got a great, yeah, great British cast and it's, it's very, very dark, very engrossing. And while each movie stands well on its own, um, yeah, there is a nice thin stri- thread. It acts like a miniseries where there's a nice thin sort of thread that pulls everything together. And uh, it's it's a really, really well done and a very good serial procedural. Cop I never heard thing. of it. Yeah, it's good stuff. So it must not exist. Shit, maybe I made it up. Scott Fuck. made all that shit up. Fuck, you got cut this out of the podcast because that sounds like a great idea, and I'm going to write it. 
Shit, I gotta remember it now. I'll edit all of that out. Okay, I I'll, I I trust you that you will do that. All right. So uh, my next one is Black Snake Moan. Um, it's just so ridiculous. Like, mm. um, Christina Ricci is a young Southern lady who basically is horny all the time and Samuel L. Jackson takes it upon himself to drive the horniness right out of her by by taking her hostage, <laughs> kidnapping her. And chaining her up. Chaining her up. Um, and she tries to seduce him. And, but JT's it all works in out in the end. JT's in it. Um, the soundtrack's great. Yeah. Um, um, Samuel Jackson actually does some singing. I don't know if he plays the guitar in it, but I think um, he might. I think he might have. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I I like Christina Ricci, and she's pretty good in this. Yeah. Um, and it's just a ridiculous premise. Like it's like who's gonna kidnap a horny chick to drive the horniness right out of her? Yeah. Like I haven't seen it. Is it like a religious type thing? Is that what he's trying to? Is he, is he trying to yeah. insert God, God into her, or anything like that? Or I, I don't know if a little bit maybe, but yeah, it's not like I don't. I don't know if he does it because he's worried about the men, right? Of the of the the district being right sexually assaulted or right but um yeah so okay yeah check it out it's definitely like it's ridiculous but it's it's good I don't know. Mm-hmm. okay well my next one you know i'm gonna i'm taking a turn like you did a television event i I'm going to do a short film. And this one, this little ditty is entitled Green Team. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. This one, of course. Um, Green Team. It's directed by Academy Award winner Adam McKay and stars Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, and John C. Riley. As characters Aaron Gossamer, Arnold Darkshner, and Jim Smeg. And Mil- are- they're militant recyclers. <laughs> yes. They and yeah, it's it's very funny, very crass. Um very it's about, un-PC. It's about two minutes long. Oh, it's a little bit longer. It says it says here oh, it's no, it's three minutes long. I was looking at the wrong thing. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's three minutes long, and yeah, it's it's very funny. It's just it's it's silly, and um, they're just like for as little as the movie is, like they've comp- they created these characters that are just so ridiculous, and it only lasts three minutes, but they're so committed to these characters. And yeah, I I watch that a couple times a year just to get a refresher, and it's yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, I, they must have done that when they were doing Step Brothers or something. 
something like that yeah it's back when funnier die had its own own thing yeah. i think they made it for funnier die but, uh, yeah it's hilarious yep um, i uh like john c Riley's just brilliant mm-hmm. and it also begs the question what's what's better a killer whale fighting a shark or vampires having sex. Yes. <laughs> and also posits the idea that a compost is a good place to keep a baby when you're done with it. That's right. Yes. All right. So next for me is uh, a classic monster movie, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was like the one of the first times that I think sex was used, like sexuality was used to, to sell a movie. Right. Right. Like you got the girl in her one piece bikini on the cover and she's in the movie in her bikini. And um, like for its time, this special effects are pretty good. Like, Mm. you know, you look at the creature from the black lagoon and he's like the suit's not that much different from the shape of water, the guy yeah. in the shape of water, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a classic black and white come a piece of pop culture. Um, yeah, it's just classic. So I threw it in there. I saw it at the theater in 3d. Oh yeah. I'm that was, Scott that was... Workman. That was it was pretty cool. And that's the only time I've seen it. That was the first and only time I've seen it, but I did I did enjoy it. How dare you. Yes. Okay, we're gonna to go to a new color. And this is entitled The Grey. Yes. That this made is, my short list but did not make my Yeah. It says Liam badass Liam Neeson fighting wolves. And it's badass fucking, wolves. Badass wolves. Like these are, yeah, these are wolves out for blood, and it's written directed by Joe Carnahan, who is a great action director and writer, and yeah, like he has a bunch of gadgets in order, you know, traps, catch these wolves, and um, not to give anything away, let's just say Liam Neeson does not succeed, but he puts up a good fight. Well, these wolves are fucking yeah. They're determined. They're, they want some... <laughs> they're after your shit, and they're going to get yeah. it. Yes. But it's... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good, good movie. Yeah. It's, good, it's a good type of survivalist type, of, type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next for me is... Um, Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. Um. As far as John Hughes movies go, um, it's not one of my favorite. Right. But it's still a great movie. Yeah. Um, uh, John Hughes' um, favorite, Molly Ringwald, is mm-hmm. forced to choose between, I guess you would say, like a college prep school rich Douche. kid and douchebag and... <laughs> Um, like 
I don't know, how would you describe what's his name? Like, what? Uh, what, Andrew McCarthy? Yeah, like a yeah, bad I don't, boy I don't kind of yeah, whatever, maybe. right? A, a John Bender? Yeah, like a John Bender, but yeah. not quite as John Bender-ish. No, not on the, the right side of tracks, John Bender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good 80s soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, you know, enjoyable John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. We all know what they're about. It's basically, teenagers, you know, being teenagers, age, teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, at first everybody doesn't like each other, but then everybody loves each other by the end. And yeah, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Except for Ducky. Yeah, Ducky's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he gets left behind. Yeah, Ducky's uh, John Cryer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. John Cryer. He is sad. He left and went and made Superman 4. That's how depressed he was. Yeah. Yeah. But then became super rich later in the Yes. With, thanks to Mr. Sheen. Sheenus? Okay. Sheenus. Yes. <laughs> My next one. Again, switching colors. This is this one's probably this one's got to be on your list. If not, you'll be kicking yourself for not having it on your list. Clockwork Orange. It is on my list. Yes, this is just. It's second Stan- on my list. Yeah, this is just you know Stanley Kubrick commentary on the violence in society. Um, just. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just crazy. Um, it's a wild, it's a wild time. It's a wild time. Malcolm, Mc, Mal- yeah, Malcolm McDowell uh, is crazy as Alex, I think. Uh, yeah, Alex, they just run around doing whatever they want. And going um, to milk, going to milk bars. Going to milk bars, kicking each other in the nuts. And yeah. <laughs> Going to people's houses and performing home invasions and home yeah. invasions and and then he gets caught and he gets uh, instead of going to prison they desensitize like, him. Yeah, they Sorry. try to systematically remove the evil out of him. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's definitely gritty in some spots mm-hmm. and probably one of Kubrick's best, yep. um, best works, I think. Mm-hmm. Very, very memorable. Very controversial. Very it controversial. Ban- it was banned for many years, but yeah. No, it's, uh, kind of ahead of its time a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's a hard watch yeah. um, for people who... People with stronger constitutions than us, um, but yeah. yeah, no, um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a good one. And I had to have an orange, and I, so I had to put an orange on there. And I do have another orange. Is Maybe. it Orange County? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I only have two left. Okay. Um, wow, well, okay. whatever you can, you can, we yeah, can talk I'll, about. Yeah, we can do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, we'll do a brief thing, and you can comment on them or whatever as well. 
So, yeah. Um, so next for me is Pitch Black. Mm, um, yeah. Amazing science fiction horror movie. Um, this is one of Vin Diesel's mo- more watchable movies for me. Yeah. Um, it's Riddick. Uh, yeah, just uh, just a great like. What do people fear the most? Mm-hmm. You know, the dark. Yes. And uh, you know they're stranded on a planet where these what are they like pterodactyl type creatures seem seem to be something like that. Yeah. Um. They. What is it? They can only. They only come out in the dark. In the dark. They can only see you and stuff in the dark. Yeah. Or whatever. They don't come out Mm -hmm. in the light. Um, And they have to survive this. And And, what is Riddick? He's like an android or something. Something like that. And he can see in the dark. And he has got got these eyes that make him see in the dark. And they've they've crashed onto a planet or had to make an emergency Mm -hmm. landing on a planet. And the planet is going to be happening to have, what it has like two or three moons or something like that, and they're going to have like a full eclipse. Yeah, so like it's going to be dark for dark for a while, for a while. And so yeah, but yeah. Um, and I never, I never saw this until Riddick was supposed to come out. Right. And I don't know if you remember, but there was so much hype about Riddick because Vin yeah. Diesel was the new Hollywood boy because of Fast yeah. and Furious. Yeah. So I was like, ah, if I'm gonna see this Riddick movie, I, you know, better yeah. watch the, the yeah. prequel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I was like, Riddick's. I didn't care for Riddick. Well, yeah. There's Chronicles of Riddick and then Riddick. So there's like, yeah, Chronicles yeah. of Riddick. I didn't care yeah. for very much. Yeah. Um. I I haven't seen either of those. I saw Pitch Black at the theater. But Pitch uh, Black is great. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it is great. It is. Okay. I'm going to put two. Wait, that that might be the first Vin Diesel movie to ever make any of my lists. Has Saving Private Ryan made a list of yours? Nope. Nope. Has the Iron Giant made yours? I don't think so. The Boiler Room. Nope. Find Me Guilty. Is that the one where he has hair? Yes. (laughs) I like that's how the one that's how people identify it. That's one where he has hair. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to put two together only because they are not similar, but they have a similar aspect. I'm having the hunt for red October and crimson tide. Putting those together. Submarine films. Two submarine films. One is seems more believable than the other, and the other is very Hollywoodized, being Crimson Tide, because it's a yeah. Bruckheimer. It's, it's a Bruckheimer movie. I mean, it's it's a good movie and it's entertaining. And the two leads are just battling each other and chew, chewing the scenery, Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington. Um but Hunt for Red October, I think, is the better movie. It's more set in realism, and you know Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan, the start of that, and you know Sean Connery playing 
a Russian because that with his, you know, Scottish accent. Um, Alec but yeah, Baldwin no, the, Alec, Alec Baldwin is the lead. And then you, know, you got Sam Neill and you got James Earl Jones, and Scott Glenn and a bunch of other people. But yeah, that's, that's a, that's a better movie. It seems more realistic. There's more tension. And uh, yeah, so there's another submarine movie. I almost came on here called Black Sea. But it's not necessarily a submarine movie. It's more of that's more of a heist movie because it's with Jude Law and they find an old Russian sub off the coast or whatever. And so they 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 know there's some gold or something on there. And so they try to secretly get on board of this abandoned sub to steal the money for gold or whatever. And so that's how that one's actually pretty good. But I just went with the two, even though I just added the third now. Right on. Yes. Yes. So my last one that I have on my list here is a little movie called Red Dragon. That's uh, on my list as well. Yep. So I guess it's the third movie in the Hannibal trilogy. Third, third released, but it's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically... And a remake of Manhunter. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ed Norton is uh, Will Graham. Mm-hmm. And um, he's the one who kind of catches Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, but then there's another serial killer, the Tooth Fairy, I guess that yeah. they call him. And mm-hmm. uh, play, played by um, Ray Fines. Yep. Awesome job. Mm-hmm. Menacing, fucking, just a brooding human being. Intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess Will Graham's got to go get Hannibal Lecter's help. Yeah. Um, get a profile on, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like this movie, I guess, but I like. It. I think I, I, it was I, I like it too. I th- I think I think it's certainly better than Hannibal, oh, like Hannibal not the TV series. Yeah, not, not the Hannibal TV series is phenomenal, but the movie yeah, Hannibal the movie is, is, not, is bad. Is, it's not great, and I think a lot of people prefer Manhunter over Red Dragon, which yeah. I do as well. But Manhunter cuts out all the whole Red Dragon lore from from its screenplay it doesn't have have that as a part of it and it is a really good movie too that one you have william peterson and brian cox is great as hannibal lecter and it's tom noonan plays the tooth fairy in that and he's just evil but yeah they're they're both great movies and even they did the tooth fairy storyline in the last season of hannibal and that was actually really good as well um but yeah, no, it's it's such a good story, and you could tell it so many different ways, and leaving things out, and putting things in. But uh, yeah, Red Dragons, a, it's a good movie. I don't care what. And it's got Gary Oldman. Yes, as Mason Verger. Yes, an the unrecognizable Gary Oldman, who likes yeah. to, who plans to feed Hannibal Lecter to pigs. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's uh. Mm-hmm. There's some heavy hitters in that movie. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. The late great Philip Seymour Hoffman. 
isn't it? Yeah, he Harvey Keitel. Uh, yeah, he plays the reporter. Reports is... of Freddie Lounge. Or, yeah, yeah. Freddie Freddie Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no oh, Emily Watson. But yeah, no, it's a good good flick. All right, so yeah, I'm just going to rattle some off now. You can comment if you want. I won't necessarily go into depths. I've, I'm just going to go on the list that I have here in order. I have Black Mask, uh, Jet Li, uh, kind of superhero movie. Pretty entertaining. Um, Black Sheep, not the Chris Farley David Spade. The Rabbit New, Sheep one? The Rabbit <laughs> Sheep one from New Zealand. Yeah, that's a, that's a good movie, actually. Yeah, that that's pretty funny, pretty violent. Uh, same special effects company that Peter Jackson uses, the Weta, Weta Workshop or whatever. Pretty good. Um, movie called Blue Ruin. It's another slow burn. It's from the guy who did Green Room. I guess mm-hmm. he likes doing movies in colors. Um, Blue Velvet. Yeah. Uh, David Lynch, Dennis Hopper, Isabella Rossellini. Just fucked up. Kyle weird McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Wow, yep. yeah. I have the color purple. Um Spielberg. Oprah. Is it Oprah. Um Whoopi Goldberg, Danny Glover. Very powerful movie. Um Yeah. It's, Never it's, seen it. It's 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 a good flick. I got a movie called The Crimson Rivers. This is a French serial killer movie with a uh, Jean Renault and Vincent Cassell. Very, very good thriller um golden eye uh that was on my short list yeah uh, pierce brosnan's first appearance of james bond pretty entertaining uh, of course we hinted at this jackie brown you had that jackie brown on there uh we talked about this one recently or at least i did green mile that that's a good one orange county as we mentioned previously um with uh colin hanks kind of his first lead jack black Wow, who, doesn't want, who doesn't want to be in uh, in um, uh, Neil Diamond cover band? Yes. Oh, that's a different one. No, that's Saving Silverman. That's Saving Silverman? Oh, yeah. Same same actors. Same, uh, yeah. But yeah, no. Orange County is about Colin Hanks trying to get into a university. Oh, yeah. And Jack Black tries to... It's his brother or whatever. Tries help to help him, him out. Then. Yeah. 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 Bucks and it up. John- John Lithgow's in it, Catherine O'Hara, um, Ben Stiller. It's got a huge, crazy cast and just comedy heavies. Kevin Klein, Chevy Chase, um, a Red Rock, Red Rock West. This is a good slow burn neo noir film with uh, Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage, yeah. Dennis Hopper, um, Laura Flynn Boyle, J.T. Walsh. Um, it's great. Great flick, good twists and turns and all that. Um, Silver Linings Playbook. You know, good comedy. Uh, yeah, drama. I considered all these, but yeah. And then another one that I've always enjoyed, but I haven't seen it in forever. It's called White Sands. This is another neo noir twisting thriller from '92. This is Willem Dafoe and Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, Samuel L. Jackson. Good twist, good turn, you know, just a good mystery thriller. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I had left on my list. So cool. 
Yes, it is cool. Very cool. So it's time for pick of the Zapod. Hey, everybody. Quiet down, please. These two jerks have an opinion. Here is this episode's pick of the pod. Zapod, Zapod, Zapod. Zapod? Zapod. What do you have? What's your pick? What I've, got, I've got two picks. Ooh. One is a new watch. The other mm-hmm. one is a rewatch. Okay. So my new watch pick of the pod is my next guest to need no introduction season four. Ah, yes. David Letterman. David Letterman basically hangs out with celebrities or comedians or musicians. And this season has like Billie Eilish, Ryan Reynolds, um, Cardi B, Cardi B, um, Kevin Durant. Uh, there's one other good one too. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Is it? No. Um, no, it's not no. Can't remember right now, but I've watched three of them and they're okay. all good. Um, like I'm glad Letterman still does something and yeah. basically oh, in these a Will Smith is another one. Will Smith. And Julia Lu- Yeah, and Julia Louis Dreyfus is, is Yes, I w- well. I've watched the Billie Eilish, the Julia Louis Dreyfus and the Kevin Durant. So yeah. um basically this is, you know, Letterman there's no real restrictions or whatever yeah. he just sits down with these people open format does, long does, format does fun things with them um, mm-hmm. you know and yeah. these people are all very receptive to david letterman yeah because he's he's david a letterman. legend he's yes. well respected mm-hmm. um and he only does like six of these a year now so yeah he's actually got having another series coming out on Netflix shortly called um, my time with, and he it's going to feature comedians doing a set and then him talking to them afterwards. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be all right. Yeah. So, but yeah, so yeah, that's I've, I've only actually watched a couple of those, even though I'm a huge Letterman fan, I haven't actually sat down and watched very many of those things, but I should. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Uh, my other one is a rewatch. Um, I decided to rewatch The OC because it's one of my guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just uh, a mark for teen melodrama. Um, yes, you are. Degrassi, OC, all of it. Um, 90210. 90210. Not to be. Like, I kind of lost interest in 9020 because it got really shitty as soon mm-hmm. as people started leaving and stuff. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm rewatching it. I'm almost done season one. Well done. Proud and of there's, you. There's 20 ish episodes a season. So, was there five seasons or four seasons? Four seasons. Four seasons. Well, 
three and a half, I think. Right. So it kind of got canceled midway through, but right. they knew it was coming, so they wrapped it all up. Okay. I don't think I'll ever sit down to binge that. Sorry. But you, you do you. I will do me. Okay, so my pick of the pod is a new one, a first-time watch movie that was just released on Shudder entitled The Sadness. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard about this. I listened this, to a podcast about it. This movie is insane. This is from Taiwan. It they're called something like one of the reviews says best zombie movie ever, but it's not a zombie movie, and it's not even like a rage. Isn't violent. it like it's an up. infection movie? It's kind of like an infection movie. There's very a lot of uh, mirroring reality in regards to COVID and you know government trying to cover up you know um, the effect that this disease has, then that it's not really going to be a problem and stuff like that. And yeah. it it because they're not eating people, they just start. They're very they're aware of everything they're doing very cognizant and they can talk they can interact with people they just have this urge to do depraved things to everybody and inflict pain on everybody that they see in multiple different ways some of it if they don't have a weapon because they will grab a weapon and do things to people is they will bite them but they aren't eating the people and it is they are all also Cray makes them crazy horny, so they do different things with that as well. And it is extremely graphic, very intense, um, good, good practical effects, and a really good story. Um, but yeah, this is not for anybody with a weak stomach. Like, this thing is great. Um, one of the best horrors I've seen in a long while. I heard yeah. it's fucking depressing as all hell, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. But yeah, no, it's 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 really really well made, blood soaked movie. If you ever want to see a bunch of raging people infected having an orgy while being covered in blood, then this is the movie for you. Always. Yes. So yeah, so that's that's my pick. Cool. And I know, I know it's not going to be for everybody, but now people know where I'm at with my viewing. All right. Mm. So I got to watch that and I got to watch, what was the other one? The Cursed? The Cursed, yep. All right. Cool, man. Cool. So I guess I better let everybody know about next episode. You better. So next episode, we're going to throw it back 25 years okay and we're gonna get a list together of our favorite movies from 1997 it's hard to believe that was 25 years ago yes is there you just wanted to pick the 25 year thing or is there things from 1997 that you definitely want to i talk just about? i I picked 25 years because that seems to be a number of celebrate celebration. A silver anniversary. 25 years old. Okay. You know, like 
Woodstock. And it was 25 years. Yeah. We got Woodstock 99. No, that was 30 years. Oh, that was a 30 year. Yeah. When, no, but no, they did have a now one in 94, which went off well. And then the yeah. 99, then the Limp 99 biscuit. one Limp ruins it for everybody. It. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I just picked 25 years from now back. Okay. And that's yep. what we'll do. Okay. Hmm. Try to think what came out that year. Well, I guess I'll find out. Maybe I'll have to add some things to my list, my alphabet list, if I can find things from that year if I need to. Okay. So. All right. Is there anything else that you want to discuss in the world of whatever? Mm, just hockey, I guess. Yeah. Is on. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'll be watching. I won't be watching the game tonight. It's too much I can't, for you. It's not that it's too much for me. It's just I can't watch Oiler home games because of the fans. Like the noises that they make, like every time McDavid touches the puck, they act like he's about to score and he's entitled to get points. And if he doesn't, they act like they've been robbed, even though they had no chance for anything. They just overreact to everything that happens. And I, I, I just can't. I can't watch that. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't know. I just, I don't, I have a feeling the Oilers are going to win this game and I don't want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see the reaction of the fans. The only way, and I was already planning, regardless of what happened in game two, I wasn't planning on watching the games in Edmonton at all, unless game four was potentially a clinching thing for the Flames. But now, now I know neither one is. So yeah, I won't be watching these next two games. Yeah. Screw it. Yes. So there. That's our hot take. That's our hot take. Yep. So yeah, I guess that's all from me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I I uh don't really have anything, you know, other than, you know, I I I um No. <laughs> no, like I said, I I watched Green Lantern. Green Lantern wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I did mind Green Lantern. Yes. I mean it's it's, it's better than effects. It's better than some of the worst Marvel movies. Like it's better than Iron Man 2. You think? Um, I think. Yeah. I mean other the only major problem I had with Green Lantern was that they made Rocky Dennis the villain. Um Eric Stoltz well, no, I mean the actual character, that Pierce Skarsgård. He looked like Rocky Dennis. I can't remember. Oh, he had the whole big inflated head and all that kind of stuff, and he was all kind of like, I don't know. I'm trying to think, I don't. Know. Like he had, yeah, he started his brain started, head started growing, and his face is getting all puffy and all that kind of stuff. And I thought he just looked like Rocky Dennis. No, I didn't. That doesn't work. From Mask. Yes. Not the smoking one. No. No. It's the sad one. Yes. With Cher. With Cher. And Sam Elliott. Cool, well, man. Uh, well, on that note, I guess we will wrap. So this is myself, Scott, signing off for Flicky Smackies. I almost forgot to say 
thing today. Oh, okay. Well, here's a chance. Well, thanks for tuning in to the pod that rocks your bot. Yeah. Flex Max. And I guess we'll see you next time, or you'll hear us next time. Okay. So, uh, you undoing your pants? No, that, that's my zipper on my hoodie. Oh, I thought you were like... I'm just fidgeting. Taking off your pants. Like, podcast is ending and you're just... I'm going to take off my pants and jacket. Okay, so that's the end for me. I want to see that. Okay, oh. so toodles. Toodles. <laughs>